Hello and welcome to episode number 108 of the Ride With Me podcast. You are listening with your host, Mafuz Chowdhury. And listeners, for those of you that were able to join the Facebook live chat that I had last night with Ashley Ann Pereira, you know that that conversation was absolute fire. Ashley is an awesome individual. You may remember her from the episode that we did together on the Ride With Me podcast season one, which even today I get messages about how much value and how much you enjoyed that conversation. So it was an absolute honor to be part of her Facebook Live series. And it was probably the easiest yes I had to ever say in the year 2019. It was a great talk that we had, everything to do with book writing and being an author, the challenges that we had along the way, the hesitations, the significant people and moments in our life that allowed us to get through it, and some good marketing and other tips that we provide along the way. It was a lot of fun, and being an epic Ride With Me podcast that breaks forth walls every opportunity that I can, you bet that I hit the record button on my audio just to make sure that I can share a snippet with every single one of you. So I'm not going to do a lot of talking because you're going to hear enough of it in this conversation that we had, but it was an absolute honor to be part of it. And listeners, I highly encourage you to check out all the cool things that Ashley is doing in the personal development space. She's doing a lot of great things on the coaching side and her mastermind, and I am such a big fan of all her work. So check her out. Her, her Instagram handle is Ashley Ann Pereira, and I'm going to include it in the description of this podcast episode. Enjoy. What comes up for me a lot of the times, especially when I get into my own head, is I think about other people, and I think about just serving and showing up for other people, because if I don't do it, then that could be potentially someone who is, you know, who has been waiting to hear a piece of my story and could benefit from hearing from it and if I don't share they're almost suffering mm-hmm. so a lot of kind of how I get out of my own head and what I've been doing um is to just combat it that way because it's it's really important that we just you know stop getting into our head because that's where our you know the limit happens so I'm curious as well um is there anything specific like whether it be what or who that contributed to the success of your book or it actually getting done and being put out? Yeah, there's there's tons of people. I mean, my whole book comes down to a social timeline of a lot of people that were in my life. So whenever someone contributed a, um, a significant moment in my life, it automatically becomes a chapter in my head. So everyone that was in that book definitely uh, has been a significant part of it. And they all know it, like every single one in the book that's been there know that they're in the book. And I promise you, they read the book when they knew they were in the book. Um, so it was it was really fun to see that the the creation of the story was built on the relationships that I've built with those individuals. If there wasn't a relationship, if there wasn't a uh, a communication happening with that other person, there would have never been that story. So a lot of people played a big role. Now, there's a, a group of friends that I hang out with, and it's about 10 of them. We have our own private Facebook Messenger chat that even when we're across the world in different areas, one of them is right now out in uh, Poland, and we still stay in touch. So we have that kind of relationship where we, uh, whenever we're having a bad day or a good day, we'll either ask for feedback and help, or we will, you know, openly talk about it so to get some appreciation of big achievements that, that we've done. And I got to tell you, when I was writing the book, there was definitely some days that 
I was going through a writer's block. Like I was just slumping. And my biggest fear at that point was if I kept writing while I was in that mentality, I would have done a really poor job communicating my story. I would have fast forwarded through it. I would have taken shortcuts. I wouldn't have been as descriptive about the scenery or the conversation that was happening. So I needed to take a break. And when I would take a break, I would get together with my friends and we would just sit around a room. We would talk. We would share stories. I would tell a little bit about what I'm writing in my book and we would laugh about it. And we would laugh about it to a point where we actually start talking more about that story. We'd be like, oh, you remember that moment? And he was there too. And remember when this person came in and this happened. And when you start hearing about all these other things that happened in your story, that motivation, that motivation gear in the back of your head just starts going off. So even though I was in a slump, after just talking about how epic that moment in our story was, it got me so fired up that I actually had to leave that hangout early just to go back to my desk and start writing again. Um, that's what fuels me. That group of friends that I have that um, during the toughest days, I can just sit down and have a chat with them and they'll bring my mindset back to the mentality that I needed to progress and stay motivated. Um, I think having a good circle of people around you is so important where it's not just about what you can get out of it, but what's your contribution to that group. And when you have a group of 10 people that are contributing towards one circle, you're just at a spot where it's very difficult to not be motivated day to day. Fair. That's so awesome. And I, I feel the exact same way. There's the significant, I love how you said, you know, whenever there was a significant person, they automatically became like a chapter in your in your book, in your life. So I really love that. Um, what, okay, so after the manuscript was done and you finished that, was there ever a moment where you hesitated before it going to print? Are you like pressing like, okay, there's no turning back here. Was there any hesitation? And if so, like, how did you come through that? Big, big ones, Ashley, big ones. Um, my biggest hesitation was the fact that I was writing about other people as well. Right. And it was a true story. It was about my life, but it was also about how I described other people in my life and who they were to me. And my biggest hesitation was I didn't know how they would feel about the way I was talking about them in the book. And there are about, you know, there's many characters in the book that were in my life, but there's about three or four people that repeatedly keep showing up in different chapters. Uh, one of them being Daryl, the CEO of Candy Box, one of them being my best friend, Mike. And those those two get mentioned so often in my book that I only felt like it was fair that I would give them a copy of the book ahead of time and let them read it and let, let them let me know if there was something that they felt that they didn't want me to talk about. Um, so those were two that I, I hesitated with, but the both of them read it and they're like, why would you even ask me? Like, you've boosted me up way more than I should be. And we love everything you said. Go ahead and put it out there. Um, and the other one was uh, the ex-girlfriend. That was a tough one for me to write about because um, obviously with the word ex in front of girlfriend, it didn't end up with a happy ending. And it wasn't easy for me to put out there knowing that it was a very personal story that I was sharing. Um, and I think I even mentioned it in the book, but I actually changed her name in the book um, just because I didn't want the reflection of what was said in the story, especially it being just my perspective, actually making an impact for how other people felt about her. So in protecting her, I changed her name in the book. But yeah, those were my big hesitations. When you're writing about other people, um, you start getting a bit of anxiety and um, writer's doubt, if that's even a word, I want to make it a thing, um, where you're just not sure about what you're putting out there will be validated by a lot of people. But it also comes to the mentality where uh, you reassure yourself that it's your story. It's your perspective. It's your life. Um, what you say is all your perspective. And once you come to a realization of that, you get a bit more calm and confident about the work that you put out. 
And I feel like I I could really feel how you felt about those per- those people by just reading your words. So even though you were talking about an ex-girlfriend, I could just tell the space that you're in because you know, if you're writing a book and you're coming from I don't want to say a negative space, but if there's things that are lingering that you're still not settled with, then that's going to translate in, you know, your mood is going to translate into what the reader is going to feel. And I felt all the positivity in everyone that you talked about. Like I, I guess I I probably would have had that same reaction. Like, why are you even asking me? Because everything that you wrote was so positive and, um, and it's so nice to be able to just see and have people acknowledged or, you know, they probably never would have even thought like, whoa, someone wrote a book and I'm in it. Yeah, you know? yeah, that that's true. Me. It's like it's you ask yourself, like, how many people's book out there in the world am I in? And now you could say one. So that's pretty good. Um, it, so I want to I want to get your take on this, Ashley. This is, you brought up an interesting thing and I'm I'm curious and I don't even have an answer to this. I just want to bring it up for conversation. I think something that's interesting, and you did this in your book as well, is uh, just a concept around reflection, right? When you're reflecting back and writing about past memories, I'm very curious in how you write it, write about it now based on your positive groomed mentality where you've grown up and you have a more positive outlook on life. So your reflection on that negative memory might have come out in a different way where you're like, hey, you know, I learned something about it and I wish that other person the best of luck, where if you wrote it the day after that bad thing happened, maybe it would have been a very different approach the way you write it. How do you think that has changed for you with the things that you talked about in your book? So it's interesting that you asked that because I I felt the exact same experience and probably for me it was very intense and that was where my hesitation came from actually releasing my book was because, you know, I talked about my dad and how I felt and I talked about even a best friend that I had for so long and I think for me the biggest thing was I was coming from a space where I forgave myself I forgave that person I came to terms in however I possibly could Mm. and because of that it allowed me to write it in a better light and I'm so keen on always looking at both perspectives as much as I possibly can you know whether it's bouncing the ideas off of somebody else but this is my perspective and what could be the perspective perspective of the other person and I'm just always considering you know where I'm in the wrong and just being very aware of that so I think that's where my, my yeah. reflection from and why I was very confident no matter what in writing it. I love that. I love that you have a two-way, almost like a two-way mirror. Like you don't have a basic reflection of what you think you felt like and you're more suggestive of like, hey, it's fine. I knew, because like, it's almost like you knew the ending before you wrote the book, right? Like you knew that you became the better you before you're writing it down. Where, where at that scenario, which I know I felt it in many times in my life too, where you don't actually know if things are going to be all right. And it's like your perspective would be very different writing it from there. So it's very interesting that you see it from both lights uh, because it's true. There has to be uh, a mix of emotions in order to go through it. And I think the hardest part with me knowing the ending, knowing where I'm at and being at a much more positive state. When I was writing the book, I was like, I need to create the same type of emotions that I felt uh, when I was going through it. So what I did is I actually started diving into uh, Facebook Messenger and and my text messages to pull out the authentic conversation. Like if I said something that was angry, 
And I would never say it today. Even if I said that in the message, I would make sure that made it on the book. So I try to make it as authentic as possible. And I think that's hard. I think with a lot of new books now that um, try to focus a lot on reflection, it's tough to create the same emotion that they had at that time. Um, and I think it takes a bit of skill to do that. So by the way, your book did that a lot of that. Like your childhood story um, really hit the right mark for me. Like it pulled all the right strings. Um, I felt the emotion and I know you did a great job at it. So good on you. That, I think that's not easy for anyone to do. I think for me too, it was, I was more so focused on not necessarily what happened and going back, like, you know, kind of different from what you did, but more so like, what did I take away from this situation? Right. Yeah. What did I learn? And that was my focus of the message of my book, not necessarily like the nitty gritty details of like this person did this and this person did that. It wasn't about that. It was about the learning from it. That's so so uh, very did you want to add something? No, no, that that was a good chat. I, I'm glad we talked about that because that came in the back of my mind as you were talking about uh, looking back at things. And it's it's interesting to see how um, regurgitating moments from your life is it can be done in a very different way. And I love your approach on that on your book. Thanks. Thanks. So I guess my kind of last question is something from considering you work at a marketing agency. I would love to hear some of your maybe tips for, you know, if there's an author who's going to watch this, any tips in terms of marketing or social media? Like, what are your some of your go-to things that you would say to do prior to actually launching your book? Yeah, I, I mean, my specialty is in digital marketing. But before I even get into digital, I, let's get back to the basics. Um, I think when you're writing the book for the first time, the biggest challenge that you have is most people that write the book for the first time, they're usually inspired by another book that they read, right? They'll read a um, an interesting story that's relevant to theirs, or they'll read about a topic that they're experts on, and they'll try to replicate what they just read in another book, not realizing that they're becoming another Me Too book. And one of the things that I encourage a lot of people to do before even thinking about marketing is work on putting out a good product. It's easier to sell a good product with little marketing than a crappy product with great marketing. So if you're spending a lot of your time actually strategizing about how to set yourself apart, I mean, when you look at my book, uh, you know, people always get back to me. And the first thing they always respond to me about uh, when reading my book is the way that the book was written, right? And my book was done in a pure like social timeline type of way. Started off with Facebook status, which Ashley can relate because her book was very similar with Facebook statuses. But even like chat messages and Timeline, my whole mentality of writing the book was I wanted to have the same feeling as if I was sitting beside you. I opened up my phone and I was walking you through my social timeline and saying like, hey, this picture right here, let me tell you a story that happened with this moment. This status right here, I have something that happened and break it down like that. So putting out a good product in a creative way, it's hard now, harder than it's ever been because of how many books are out there and how many books are coming out every year since the popularity of self-publishing became a thing. So spend some time actually thinking about how you can make yourself um, a bit more unique. And sometimes your story does a job, but you can also have some fun and think about how to write it in a creative way. Um, the second one is design. A really fun activity that I like doing just before I designed my book cover uh, was actually walking into the closest chapters. And I would walk up to a shelf and I would ask myself, without reading any title, which book cover caught my eye right away when it was sideways in the shelf. And it gave me a sense of what kind of covers stood out to me, what kind of colors I liked. And regardless of the fact that it may have been different for other people or they like different colors, I wanted to also make this 
um, a product for me as much as it as it is for other people. So do it for yourself. When you get up there and you look at the shelf, ask yourself what stood out to you and get a sense of what kind of things that you like and how you can bring that back into the book. When all that is done and you have a great product, um, my biggest thing has come down to um, the fact that a lot of people don't think about marketing until their book is done. And this becomes a big oh no moment, right? Like they never think of marketing. They've never even started an Instagram account. And all of a sudden, the day that they finished writing their book, they're like, okay, now how do I get my book out? And then they're like, crap, I wish I started sooner. They would create an Instagram account and they would be like, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. They would become very sales heavy because their book is already published. The clock is ticking and now they don't have time to build relationships. If you know, if you're in the game of you're starting to write a book or you're thinking 2019 is going to be the year that you build your book, in, in parallel, while you're writing your book, spend some time building your brand. Spend some time building uh, relationships with other people online where if you do that part well, the book selling part is the least of your concerns. You know, when I did my book launch event, I was blown away by the success of how many people showed up. Um, all the events that I've been in since, I've been amazed by how many people have showed up and the book sales have been great. But a lot of it didn't have anything to do with the book. A lot of it had to do with the fact that I spent six years before that just delivering value to people for absolutely free. Right. Instagram posts, speaking at events, connecting with people in person, grabbing coffee, helping other people out. So by the time the book came out, I really didn't go out and sell it. The relationships that I had with everyone else, um, they just felt the appreciation of all the value I've been giving them for the last six years that they felt like they could support me back by buying the book. So building a brand and building those relationships early will allow you to do a better job with your marketing going forward. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that, especially like marketing piece. A lot of people think like, you know, even myself, like I did it, I did like kind of like a 30 day and I was like, why didn't I not do this sooner? Like I was, you know, I could have done a lot better and it's all like a learning curve, but I love so much that you shared that. And something that someone said to me was imagine, cause you know, if you, if you purchase a bunch of your copies of your book, just imagine you laying it out, all of your copies on the floor and every single one prior to it, it being even released had a name of who it's going to. Yeah. And like, that, and that's where it's so important to be having these conversations prior and finding out, you know, how your book is going to offer some sort of value or solution for other people. Um, yeah. So I love I freaking love that. And you're so good at it. Like when I came out to your book signing event, you had a massive lineup in front of your desk. And, um, you know, I was waiting for a while. And, you know, that's a good thing. That means you're spending time with people and not just taking selfies and sending them on their way. Um, so while I was yeah. waiting in line, I decided, hey, let me kill some time by talking to the people that are in line with me. And I struck up conversations and everyone knew you through a different story. Like everyone said, oh, I knew Ashley. We grew up together. Oh, I know Ashley. We met at an event together. Da, 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 da. It was really fun for me to get to know all the people that know you and find out how you had a personal relationship with them. And you didn't just spam that you have a book out and hope people will show up because to those that do it, know that it's a very sad day at book signings. You know, I've been, there have been days where I was at chapters and I would see uh, someone standing behind an empty desk. And I feel for them. You know, as an author, I feel for them. So I would actually go up and strike a conversation um, just to learn about their story. And a lot of them are, you know, unfortunately, just authors and not marketers. And that seems to be a disadvantage where, you know, the, the, you don't need to have marketing as a profession to be good at it. 
because ultimately what you're doing is building relationships and you just need to be human to do that. So you can be an author while building relationships and that will pay off long term. And the ultimate focus, and you said it earlier, is you need to just focus on giving value, ultimate value over and over, whether it's through the product of your book or whether it's through the conversations. Find out how you can do more for others than they can do for you. Um, I don't know if this is a biblical thing. I, I'm not I'm not sharpened up on my religion, um, religious part, but uh, I, I think there's this common saying that do more for others than you want done for yourself. Well, digital marketing is the same thing. You want more followers? You want more likes? You want more comments? You get your butt out there. Start following, start liking, and start commenting, and you'll be amazed with how much that's being rep, uh, given back to you as a result of the relationships and the time that you put in. Most people don't want to put the sweat equity. Right? When they think about building relationships, they're like, oh, I don't want to put ad dollars down to get attention. Um, they don't think about if you put in the work to build those relationships, they pay off tenfold down the road because you're mutually trying to help each other. Um, you don't need a big budget at the beginning. There is advertising tactics that I can go on and on about and maybe future talks, but building relationships is the best marketing and not a lot of people want to do that. Yeah, totally. I, I'm so like engaged in this conversation that I think you and I just need to come together. We got to do like a, a YouTube video because yeah. it would be so good. I think it would so, be amazing for sure. I honestly, I appreciate you so much just for sharing uh, your story, sharing, you know, some of those tips because I think it's so important, especially for authors. I just really appreciate you sharing everything. And, uh, and I just look forward to continuing our relationship and uh, just, you know, again, helping so many people who want to become authors and get their books out there. So thank you. Ashley, you are awesome. Thank you for having me and keep kicking butt this year. I'm very excited to see all the things that you're doing. Likewise. We will chat soon. Enjoy everyone who's having a great night. If you're watching the replay, enjoy this because this was a fantastic conversation. Yep. Take care, guys. Bye.